Hello. Hey. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Kat has like phone charms on her phone. Oh, and why are you calling me out? <laughs> if you hear a jingle jangle, it's her fault. That's all I'm here to say. My friend Luxie made them for me and they're very cute. They've got mermaids. Remember like the Nokia brick? I would have yes. the little like thing in the corner that you could attach like a little gems to. That's what you have. I always had Hello Kitty ones. Wait, but... do phones still have those? On the bottom, I think, but mine is attached to the um, like volume little section. I just have it wrapped around it, my case. Oh, there's not like a spot to add a charm to your phone anymore? No, I don't think so. They should bring that back. I know. There's like a little hook in the corner, like specifically for you to put a keychain on your phone, basically. Yeah. TBT. Well, I mean, I made it work. <laughs> on your Razor flip phone. I never had one of those. Me neither. I had a sidekick, though. I would literally, I was talking about this the other I day. I glide. I would give up my iPhone in a heartbeat if they brought back sidekicks. I loved my sidekick. I had the gray and green glide, and it was the best phone ever. Oh, I had the, ever. the orange one of those. No, yours was blue and white. No, mine was, I had a blue and white one, but I also had a gray and orange one. My blue and white one I didn't last you were like, long. no, but my, you were like, but yeah, I did. No, because I didn't have that one as long as I had the gray and orange I one. I only remember you having the blue and white one. I had the gray and orange one. And then my sidekick was all black and it was the one that like did like the fun flip, not the one that slid up. It did like a little whoosh. I used to be able to type on my glide like, I could write the great American novel in 20 minutes, probably. Yeah, because it was a full keyboard. It was so beautiful. Yeah, those things were dope. <laughs> Let's bring them back. I would literally give up my iPhone in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Oh, man. If I could have a sidekick. With a little rollerball. So this time we're here to tell you why Lilo and Stitch is tragical. This was our patron Anna Beth's pick. Ooh, happy Pride! We did a movie about a drag queen. Yes, <laughs> we love drag. We love drag queen Pleakley. <laughs> uh, apparently. I think it's like in the show or one of the other movies, Pleakley chooses Wendy as his name. So it's Wendy Pleakley. Mm -hmm. I think it's in the TV show. I love Wendy. I love we stan <laughs> Wendy. We stan. But in this, it's just Pleakley. There's no Wendy yet. Is that his drag, like his drag name or? I think that's the name he just, his earth name that he picks. I love that. I don't know. I love that. Agent Pleakley. Agent <laughs> Wendy Pleakley. <laughs> The best wigs. <laughs> the legend. Would you like some fun facts? I absolutely would love some fun facts. All the fun facts were really dumb. They were like, the producers went to real Hawaii and watched actual hula dancers to... It was dumb shit like that. I would hope so. Like, right. <laughs> oh, you researched the movie you were working on? That's crazy. Incredible. Thanks for doing the least amount of work. Yeah, they were all like really dumb like that, but there were a couple that were good. 
Originally, Stitch was going to be an intergalactic gangster and Jumbo was going to be a disgruntled member of his gang who was left behind during a heist and was going after him as revenge. And the other members of the gang would have been the ones who came to get Stitch in the third act. Oh, he's going to be a little alien gangster. This version was much better because that (laughs) sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, that doesn't sound very good. I really like this one, actually. (laughs) Producer Clark Spencer has revealed the story was originally placed in an isolated town in Kansas rather than on Kauai. That would have been sick. That change I do like. That's wild. This could have been some cornfields and... (laughs) A bunch of Lilo's like a little little girl from the farm. She's got her little braids. She's got her, some cows. What would her name be? Maggie. Maggie. Margaret. <laughs> She's just misunderstood. Margaret and Stitch. Her only friend is the cow. Her parents died in a tractor accident. Not a tractor accident. <laughs> a tornado. Yes. Ooh, that's better. The tractor accident. The drama. Margaret and Stitch. <laughs> Margaret and Stitch. <laughs> I think they should still make that movie. <laughs> We're going to make it. Like an alternate. We're going to make our own our indie, indie film. film. <laughs> Margaret, Margaret and Stitch. <laughs> Instead of Pudge the Fish, it's like a fucking chicken. <laughs> yeah, Pudge the Chicken controls the weather. <laughs> I fucking love this. What is Nani's name? What's her older sister? Carolyn. Carolyn, and she works at the rodeo, and her not boyfriend is Jeb. Jake. <laughs> like Jeb. Jeb. Jeb and I, I just don't have time to date you. I've got to take care of Maggie. She's <laughs> a lost girl. <laughs> Fuck. What do they do instead they, of um they have like a severe fear of tornadoes because their parents were killed <laughs> by a tornado. Their parents were like tornado chasers. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Bruh, this is a good movie. We're making, we're making it. it. <laughs> Send us your money. Okay. Um Although it uses computer-colored but hand-drawn digital cells instead of hand-painted ones, this was the first Disney animated feature to use watercolor-painted backgrounds since Dumbo 1941. I do notice that the backgrounds in this are so pretty. Yeah. A conscious effort was made to give the film a warmer, more old-fashioned look than other modern Disney films. I wonder why they chose to do that. I I mean, I'm not complaining because it's very pretty. Yeah, it's cute. It's very interesting. Yeah, the rest of the fun facts were dumb, but if you want to go read them, <laughs> we get them from the Internet Movie Database. Or database if you're nasty. And that is linked in the share notes. Wow. <laughs> I was going along with your whatever accent that was. I think you. So <laughs> the movie opens up uh, on the planet Turo, mm-hmm. and we see Dr. Jumba J- J- Jakiba. Jakiba. <laughs> yeah. I love Jumba. I love how Jumba has a last name that we hear once. <laughs> um, where Dr. Jumba is facing galactic trial with the Grand Councilwoman and the whole Intergalactic Council for the illegal experimentation of genetics. Yeah, he's out here creating new species, but that's not the main issue. The main issue is that he created a species that their only instinct is to destroy everything it touches. Yeah, what would the point of that even be, Jumbo? What is the plan here, Queen? 
to destroy everything. What are you asking? <laughs> it's really stupid. <laughs> yeah. So Jumpa explains that uh, experiment 626, their only instinct is to destroy. And then we get to meet experiment 626. He's in a little floating prison dome thing. Prison dome. And also on this galactic council is Captain Gantu, who looked like a shark, like a big shark man in a jumpsuit with no sleeves. He's like really big. Yeah. And he immediately is like, we need to kill this thing. And he's like really gooped and gagged about it, which I didn't like. Yeah. I don't like Gantu at all. No, me either. Experiment 626 says something really bad and alien. And it's so bad that other aliens pass out and then a robot throws up. That's like the simplest form of humor, like a robot throwing up nuts and bolts, but it's funny it so every good. time. <laughs> like that shit is, makes me laugh every time I watch Lilo and Stitch. I want to know what he said. He like, probably said like your mom. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And they were all like, <gasps> passes out. He said your mom. Oh, uh, That's it. Anyway. <laughs> so the councilwoman lady She's pretty cool. I like her. She wants Stitch terminated as well because he clearly has a potty mouth and only wants to destroy. Mm -hmm. And so they're both sent away. Uh, Experiment 626 and Dr. Jumba are sent away. Gantu really up here on the stand like I would like to personally watch Experiment 626 die because uh, I'm a freak like that. It is very strange. Not about that life. Mm-mm. So 626 is brought into a holding cell and he's locked up. It's just his little he's like in the ceiling and his little head poking <laughs> yeah. out. He's the cutest little prisoner he ever. He really is. He's just up in the ceiling with his little head <laughs> poking out the ceiling. But 626 antagonizes Gantu. So Gantu goes to like shoot him he literally shoves his giant gun onto sti- or 626's little head he's not stitch yet I'm so sorry <laughs> he shoves his gun like onto his little head and goes to shoot him and another alien officer guy is like sir I'm just gonna remind you that you're at work police and brutality <laughs> and you're on the clock and you can't shoot our prisoner <laughs> yikes I hate Gantu so much yeah it's not good but so 626 is surrounded by cannons that are locked onto his genetic signature so he can't escape. And he's a very smart little guy. And he realizes that his genetic signature does, in fact, include his spit. And he hawks a giant loogie at the door. And so the giant cannons shoot at the door and then he escapes. <laughs> so 626, he is going to get the fuck out of here. So he escapes through the vents and he also turns off the ship's power. So now the ship isn't even going anywhere. And then he steals a police cruiser. He's running away and the Galactic Federation is chasing after him, but he hyperdrives the heck out of there. And an alien that's working the command bay is like, oh, he's headed to Earth. Earth. Uh, specifically to the island of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. We love Earth. 
Actually, we don't love the Earth. No. Fuck the Earth. And yeah. the Grand Councilwoman calls for an Earth expert. And the Earth expert is Agent Pleakley. Yeah, they're gonna gas the whole planet of Earth to get rid of Stitch 626, what the fuck ever. <laughs> and <laughs> I would hope anybody that's... listening to a Disney podcast has at least seen Lilo and Stitch. How are you gonna gas a whole planet for one single tiny little dude? Like, that's just excessive because he's gonna destroy earth and then he's gonna destroy the whole universe I probably guess. so then the earth expert pleakley says that they cannot gas the planet because it is home to mosquitoes which are important to the entire solar system if mosquitoes die the entire solar system is in shambles so earth is saved Thanks to the fucking mosquitoes. So the Grand Councilwoman, she and Pleakley go and talk to Dr. Jumba and her council ladyship asks Jumba to go to Earth and capture Experiment 626 in exchange for his freedom. And she also sends Agent Pleakley along with Jumba as... A babysitter and also, of course, an Earth expert. Mm-hmm. You know what I love? That they call her the Grand Councilwoman. We're assigning Earth genders to species that probably don't even have genders in the same way that we do. But they literally call her the Grand Councilwoman. I think even aliens have, like, genitalia, though. But it doesn't mean it's the same as ours. We're just assuming. Yeah, but, yeah, why are they speaking English? It doesn't, it doesn't all, None any of it. it. Makes sense. No. Yeah, because Stitch doesn't speak English. He was speaking some other weird language that they all clearly understood. Jumba's out here being Russian. True. Jumba talks like a Russian man. Literally the first line, it literally says, in a thick Russian accent on the <laughs> on the caption. We always have captions on. Always. You never know what you're going to miss. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. So then we find ourselves on Earth and there's a little girl swimming in the ocean and it's Lilo. She's so cute. Okay, is Lilo three or is she nine i because i I think she's supposed to be really little i mean i would say four or five because she's just running around the island of hawaii all by her damn self because later on the The island of hawaii i know that hawaii is more than one island okay (laughs) let's get the island that they're on (laughs) yeah the other like when they show the kids later they're all on trikes so they're like really little i would say they're like maybe four why is she running why is she in the ocean swimming around by herself feeding fish peanut butter and jelly sandwiches it's a different place she really like a toddler out here just running this island yeah man all right great so little lilo is swimming and uh giving a fish a sandwich Mm -hmm. as she does and then she's running off the beach in a hurry and but she has time to take a photo of a big white man with a terrible tank top sunburn who drops his ice cream in the sand it's a tourist and then lilo is very late to her hula class mm-hmm. hula class mm-hmm. i don't know what you would call that i just called it dance class but yeah i guess it's hula, hula dance class and she's soaking wet and then one of the girls slips in a puddle created by lilo on the little hula stage the instructor asks why lilo is late and why she's soaking wet and she says that every thursday she has to bring pudge the fish a sandwich because he controls the weather mm-hmm. and all they had that morning was tuna and she couldn't make pudge a tuna sandwich because tuna is fish and that's an abomination it's an abomination 
vacation. So she had to run to the store to get peanut butter because Pudge prefers a PB and J. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it's a valid excuse. I think so. I accept it. Also, she's too. five and she's running to the grocery store, buying peanut butter and then going to the ocean to Making feed a, a fish. sandwich. Then she's running off to hula class by herself. Correct. I mean, Lilo's really out here being like 25. She's doing better than me. It's more than I do <laughs> before really anything. And then there's... That would be like, Pudge the fish can die then because I'm not running to the store to get peanut butter. What weather? Who cares? Uh, so one of the other little girls in Lilo's dance class, Myrtle, calls Lilo crazy. So Lilo attacks her. Um, She hits her and she bites her until... The instructor pulls her off. Um, all the little girls now think that Myrtle has rabies because of Lilo. <laughs> it's Pretty really accurate. sad. I mean, they're both they're both right and they're both wrong. I mean, Lilo is crazy and Myrtle did deserve to get hit in the face. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> dance instructor says that he's going to call Lilo's sister and Lilo gets sad and she says she just wants to dance. Well, she should have thought about that before she punched and bit somebody well so lilo is sitting on the porch waiting for her sister to come pick her up but of course uh, she has trouble with following directions <laughs> so she gets her little ass up and she goes to find the other girls from hula class and she wants to play barbie dolls with them but she doesn't have a barbie doll she has a scrump scrump is so cute uh, scrump looks like a green voodoo doll with a giant head and buttons for eyes and lilo tells the girls that scrump has a huge head because she has eggs in her ears and she only has a few days to live. So she's sad. (laughs) Like this movie makes me, this is the first time I cried. I was like, Oh, that's right. Lilo doesn't have Barbie dolls. She has scrump Scrump, who only has a few days to live and has eggs in her ears. That's fine. And of course, uh, when Lilo looks up from telling her elaborate story about scrumps egghead, (laughs) all the girls have run away. I mean, I was so mean. I would play with Lilo and Scrump, but I can understand their dismay from the the tale that she had to tell about her. Oh, I think she's nice and she's so (laughs) cute and she has good stories. Oh, man. So, Sister Nani does not find Lilo on the porch. So, she runs home and she's not looking when she crosses the street and she almost gets hit by a car. So, she kicks the car and calls the driver a stupid head. Me when I'm driving. (laughs) Stupid head. (laughs) Wait, you're almost hitting pedestrians because you're not looking? No. And just me yelling at everyone while I'm driving. Okay, great. So back at Lilo and Nani's house, Lilo has locked herself inside the house and nailed the door shut. Again, she's five. Super I'm pretty casual. Sure. Uh, Lilo is listening to Elvis and laying on the floor, mouthing the words. Again, she is wise beyond her years. Mm-hmm. Lilo is an old soul. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and then the social worker shows up and Nani realizes that he is the stupid head whose car she kicked. So that's not great. Thriving. Really out here thriving. His name is Cobra Bubbles. And he is a big dude in a suit wearing sunglasses. Uh-huh. Uh, I love that name. Cobra Bubbles. I'm, I love it. It's my drag name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name. So Nani has to break into the house from the back door. And Mr. Bubbles is not impressed. Uh, Lilo asks Mr. Bubbles if he's ever killed anyone. It's a valid question, I think. He's he's scary. I'd probably ask the same thing if I was five. He has his own name tattooed on his knuckles. That's fucking sick as fuck. I'm going to do that. My name is seven letters, though. I can do cat and then do like a little cat. (laughs) The 
the last That's one. That's fucking hard, bro. <laughs> do it. Okay. <laughs> I'll do Imagine it. Imagine having your own uh, name tattooed on your knucks. Yeah, man. That's fucking hard, bro. <laughs> like, bitch, I am Cobra Bubbles. <laughs> I am What's cat. it do ya? How did she read it? I guess the C would be on his thumb, right? Maybe he had and like a B yeah. and an R on one knuck or something. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Um. So Mr. Bubbles, Mr. Cobra Bubbles. Mm-hmm. I get love it, it. Get it right. Gives <laughs> Lilo his card and says if she's ever left alone again to give him a call. And Lilo is chilling on the floor. She's made uh, voodoo dolls of the girls from hula class out of utensils. And she's shaking them up in a pickle jar. Because they need to be punished. But they do. So again, Lilo's not wrong. Wrong. I'm not mad at her for making little voodoo dolls out of forks of the rude girls. Yeah. It's a little concerning, but again, no, I feel like Lilo's just wise beyond her years. Absolutely. Uh, so Cobra Bubble says that he will be back in three days to check on the situation to see if those girls marinated nicely in the pickle jar. <laughs> That's really what he's concerned about. And he leaves. This is my favorite part. Lilo immediately knows that she's in some deep shit and she screams and runs up the stairs. Nani chases her. They absolutely argue and scream at each other as sisters do. Lilo says that Nani should just go get a rabbit to replace her. And Nani says, okay, bet. <laughs> It'd be better <laughs> behaved than you. And then Lilo locks Nani out of her room and they both grab a pillow in separate rooms and scream into it. It. Having a sister, this is very accurate to life. <laughs> the age gap, though. Yeah. How old's Nani? At least 16. She's got a job. So I think like she's probably older than the, 10 like maybe 17 plus yeah. years. Well, if she has legal custody, she got to be at least 18, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know how the rules are out there in Hawaii, but mm-hmm. probably the same. Yeah. So she's at least, yeah, 18. Also, this part, there's. In the original DVD and like VHS, did this come out on VHS or just DVD? Maybe both. Like this, yeah. So in the original movie anyway, Lilo at one point hides in a dryer, uh, but they changed it and they remastered it to be, it's like a little cabinet like with a, a cabinet, pizza yeah. box as the door so that children wouldn't hide in the dryer. That's so crazy. And that's how it is on Disney Plus. It's like a weird cabinet with a pizza box for the door. I wouldn't even have noticed that it wasn't. I don't know. Like in my head, I was just like, yeah, she's crawling out of the dryer. But then when you were like, did you see it? It's a pizza box. Yeah. Because it's like, it's literally a cabinet with a pizza box for the door sitting next to the washing machine. And it opens like a dryer. They just literally just redrew it. Because they were didn't want to get sued for people's children crawling in the dryer. Yep. They like were afraid that children were going to see that and be like, oh, I can hide in my dryer. Not running around the fucking island by herself all day. Or making pickle jars of their friends. Or taking photos of fat white tourists and mm-hmm. putting them on her bedroom wall. Mm-hmm. That's all fine. Feeding the fish by themselves in the ocean. The, don't get in the dryer. Yeah, swim around the ocean by yourself, four-year-olds. Get that fish fed. But don't get in the dryer. Don't you dare get in the dryer. Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead and nail your door shut. 
That's fine. Yeah, don't get in the dryer, though. Uh, so later that night, Nani comes into Lilo's room and she brings her pizza for dinner. That pizza looked so good. It did look really good. I love me some pizza. And Lilo looks so sad and she just says to Nani that they're a broken family. I'm telling you, Lilo is a 50-year-old woman mm. and a five-year-old's body. It makes me so sad. And Nani's like, it's okay. Like, we'll figure our shit out. Like, they do. They share a sweet little moment. Mm-hmm. And then Lilo is like, oh. Also, not to totally freak you out, definitely bit a girl and punched her in the face today, though. But um, she deserved it. But also, my camera's full, so if you could get this film developed, that would be fantastic. Yeah, this five-year-old has a wall of fat white tourists. You can tell they're all, like... It's fat white tourists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... Okay, it's so funny. I don't hate it. I kind of love it. Listen, <laughs> she could literally sell those when she gets older. Have, like, a book... Like a, ta- you know, a coffee book, a it's, coffee table book. I mean, <laughs> I think it's great. I don't want to form an opinion about it. <laughs> I think she could be famous one day. I think it's pretty sick. Though. It's a niche. As a fat white person, <laughs> I accept. It's a niche. <laughs> so then the power goes out and Lilo thinks she sees a shooting star, but it's actually a giant green ball of light headed towards the island, so I'm not sure if that's... It's more than light. It's like a green ball of flame. I'm not sure if that's what we'd call a shooting star, but Lilo it's goes fine. to make a wish on it, and she asks for either a friend or an angel, uh, and I I've cried can't. again. <laughs> this is the second time I've cried. She literally says, I'll take a friend or a guardian angel, either, either one. one. <laughs> fuck so sad oh no um so the shooting star is in fact not a shooting star but it's <laughs> 626 a ship crashing onto the fucking island super casual so 626 gets out of his little ship and he's walking around and he hears, a, <laughs> he hears a weird sound from above him so he shoots it's just the fucking thunder so it starts raining then there's a little frog next to him 626 holds this frog up <laughs> he holds the frog at gunpoint give me your money but he's in the middle of the road and he gets run over by three semi-trucks not one not two, Bro. but three semi-trucks. He's fine. However, he fucks up those semi-trucks and ends up in the undercarriage of one of them, just like shoved up in there. So the three men get out of their trucks and go to look at what fucked up their tires. And there's just a weird blue thing. Just a dead <laughs> chilling. alien. It's, it's fine. fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> so experiment 626 wakes up at the dog pound and Lilo and Nani are there to get a sturdy dog or a lobster, as Lilo suggests. Either one. I think it's a fine. A sturdy dog or a lobster. Yeah. So experiment 626 leaves the kennel by crawling uh, on the ceiling, but then he quickly has to go back in because he gets shot at by Jumba. And then Lilo goes to pick out a dog from the back and she sees experiment 626 and she's like well this is the dog for me uh but he has tucked in his extra arms and his antenna and the spikes (laughs) on his back so he is dog-esque he's blue looks like a blue koala 
Yeah, he does. A kind of koala-ish, like a koala chihuahua mix. He's so cute, though. He is very cute. So the kennel lady is like, I'm not even sure that's a dog. Also, it was dead this morning. <laughs> I think you should pick another one. Nani's a little concerned at the fact Absolutely. that that dog was dead this morning. <laughs> She's like, is that a demon koala? What is that? Yes. And Lila was like, I love him and I already named him Stitch. So I, we're just going to have to go ahead and take him home now. Uh, so Lilo pays $2, which is great. Oh, my God. $2 for a dog? Yeah. What the heck? Now it's like $75 to get a dog from the pound. Mm-hmm. So Jumba and Pleakley see that Stitch is with Lilo and Pleakley says that they can't shoot at or be seen by humans because they are important to the mosquito food chain. These humans are so obviously so important. (laughs) Exactly. So Lilo goes to see her quote unquote friends, Myrtle, the redhead she bit and then all her dumb little friends. And she apologizes for biting Myrtle and she introduces them to her new dog, Stitch. And Stitch steals Myrtle's tricycle. Okay, To be fair, though, Myrtle and all her dumb little friends call Stitch ugly and make fun of him. So then he knocks her off of her trike. Yeah, well, Myrtle ain't exactly all that in a bag of chips. Yeah, the other two were on the other two were on little bicycles with at least training wheels while Myrtle is still on a trike. Yeah, what a loser. So Stitch steals Myrtle's tricycle and takes Lilo to find a way off the island, but they just keep hitting water because island and Stitch is not happy and he does not like water. Yeah, and Jumba and Pleakley are now dressed as humans. Um, Jumba with a cute little like cop mustache and then Pleakley in full drag. They're like a little honeymoon disguise. They're so cute. And um, Jumba is saying that there's no large cities for Stitch to destroy, so he doesn't know how Stitch is going to react or what he's going to do. So later on that night, Lilo is coloring at a table at Nani's luau serving job. Lilo introduces Stitch to Nani's friend, David, and he is like, that is not not a dog. I don't know what that is. David, though, could get it. He is pretty cool. He's pretty hot. (laughs) For a cartoon man, you know? (laughs) We can put him up there with Aladdin and his dad, I guess. I'm here for it. Aladdin and his dad. (laughs) He can surf and he's really nice and he's really understanding of Nani's like situation. Yeah, he's pretty great. Um, David asks Nani out on a date and she's like, I am very busy raising a child who has a possessed demon dog. So it's going to be a no for me for now. Yeah. But then Lilo tells David that she read Nani's diary and Nani likes his butt and his fancy hair. So it's really not because she doesn't like him. She just got a lot on her plate. Yeah. And Lilo draws Stitch's badness level. Um, she draws like a little <laughs> stick figure stitch and colors him in. And the the red goes like past the bottoms of his ears. He's like 95%. And it's unusually high yeah, for evil. his badness <laughs> level. I feel like Lilo's is also pretty high up there. Let's be realistic. Yeah, stop calling the kettle black over here, <laughs> Lilo. Yeah. Because you are a fucking demon child. Mm-hmm. Jump and Pleakley are <laughs> chilling at this luau. On a date. On a date. Pleakley looking like a million bucks. And she's got like the biggest lashes on of anyone I've ever seen. And that's coming from someone who wears the largest lashes possible. Just a drag icon. A through queen. and through. And Jumba tricks Stitch. He has like a stake on a string and is like pulling Stitch towards him and tries to grab him and Stitch attacks Pleakley by <laughs> chewing on his entire head. Yeah. 
just eats his whole head. And Nani comes over to try and grab Stitch off of Pleakley. And she sees Pleakley and is like, ma'am, your head is very swollen. But it's really just because Pleakley's an alien and she has a weird little head. <laughs> also just one giant eyeball. That so. wasn't concerning. It was the it was the it swelling. Was the swelling mm-hmm. yeah. But then Nani gets fired because her dog just attacked a guest of the luau. Lilo is sad and she's like, did I get you fired? And Nani says, no, my boss was a vampire and he wanted me to join his evil cult. And I told him no. Yeah, Nani is not helping with <laughs> Lilo's grand imagination. And Lilo was like, I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that man was a vampire the whole time. Oh, fuck. A nice Hawaiian vampire. Good times. That sounds like a good time. If you ask me, I need to find that romance novel. (laughs) So back at the house, Nani doesn't want to keep Stitch because she thinks he's mutated. Yeah. So my phone decided to autocorrect this. The quote is that Ohana means family. (laughs) which means no one gets left behind and forgotten. And my phone decided that it's Obama means family. (laughs) (laughs) So in case you guys were wondering, Obama means family. (laughs) Not Obama. Obama means family. But yeah, Lilo says that Ohana means family and they can't get rid of Stitch just because he's mutated because he's family. Meanwhile, they're having this conversation. Stitch is absolutely destroying their house. For real. So Lilo takes Stitch to her room and he starts destroying everything he sees. And Lilo tells him that maybe he should make something instead of destroying shit. Mind you, she gets him to calm down by just throwing a floral lay over him and he just freezes like that makes him catatonic. He doesn't know what to do with it. (laughs) It's kryptonite. (laughs) So he makes a model of San Francisco out of everything in Lilo's room and then he destroys it Godzilla style. Meanwhile, Pleakley and Jumba, um, our lovers, are in the (laughs) treed area, as Kat would like to call it. (laughs) The (laughs) treed area! (laughs) The woods. I don't know. What do you call the forest in Hawaii? I think it's still woods. Okay. A tree, tree area. That's, you see, it's all encompassing. When I think forest, I don't know why. I think like jungle. No. When I think jungle, I think of like Africa. And then when I think forest, I think of like Forks, Washington. That's fair. And then when I think of woods, I think of like camping in the woods. Like for some reason, I'm like, what do you call a treed area in Hawaii? It's like a tropical forest. There you go. A tropical forest. <laughs> tropical like, I don't woods. know why. Like forest doesn't seem to fit. Anyway, they're camping in the forest in the woods. <laughs> I don't know what to call this biome. <laughs> this biome. <laughs> and they get attacked by mosquitoes and Pleakley is very upset about it because he thinks mosquitoes are pivotal to the entire universe. He is fully jizzing his pants for these fucking mosquitoes. He's covered. I mean, literally every inch of him is covered in mosquitoes. I, I would think pass first, away. Yeah, he thinks like, wow, they're coming to say hello. And then he realizes that they're sucking his blood. And they hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Mosquitoes do not attack me. It's I the wish. best thing ever. I think I'm I have like low blood do. sugar or something. I don't know why they like me because I have low iron and they usually like the opposite. So I don't know why they like me. Oh, yeah. Are you an earth expert? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Mosquitoes I mean, don't come for me. I'm an earth expert, actually. Earth. We should really call it earth. <laughs> we should. Sounds better. Does everybody call it earth? Like do other languages call it earth? We all have I a mean, different name for the same planet. I don't know. No, I don't think. I don't know. 
don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so Nani is like pacing in her kitchen, talking on the phone with her BFF David, talking shit about Stitch. She's got a book of dogs and she's like, I don't know what the fuck this blue thing is, but... And she walks into the kitchen to Stitch with all four of his arms, his antenna and his little spikies out, trying to grab something out of the fridge. And then she like yells and looks back and he's normal. He just grabs a little sodi and walks back to Lilo's room. Stitch is back in Lilo's room and he's nothing left to destroy. So he grabs a book off the shelf and he goes over to Lilo and wakes her up. She's just trying to sleep. She got Hula tomorrow, but it's fine. Wake her up. And the book is The Ugly Duckling and Lilo reads it to Stitch. And basically we all know the story of The Ugly Duckling. He's a fucking swan and he leaves the duckling family and goes into the woods and says, I'm lost. But then The Ugly Duckling's swan parents find him and they're like, bitch, you're not a duck. You're a swan. We just love lost you you're the most beautiful thing in the world he didn't belong until he found his real family you ain't a duck stupid so yeah stitch is like that was a great story uh the next day mr bubbles visits and stitch punches mr bubbles so that's not good (laughs) he throws a book at him nani needs to find a new job immediately and stitch needs to become a model citizen just like Elvis by the next time Mr. Bubbles comes to the house in two more days. Yeah, Elvis is a model citizen according to Lilo, <laughs> which I guess he's all right. Elvis liked peanut butter and banana sandwiches and he died on the toilet. And he stole other people's music, black people specifically. I liked my facts better. <laughs> I don't like hate Elvis, but I don't like him either. I don't know. He's got some bangers. Have you seen the clips of the guy austin butler who's playing him in the new live action how he has he's like what is it when you like live the life as the character you're playing what is that called oh yeah like i know what you're saying something something acting method acting method acting Uh and now he does all his interviews and he talks like elvis and it's so bad it's not good wait there's gonna be an elvis movie yeah have you not heard that new doja cat song no, I baby. guess you don't care about Doja Cat. I don't care about but, anything. Yeah, there's a new Elvis movie and Austin Butler is playing Elvis. Like, Am I supposed to know who Austin Butler is? He was like, I, I don't know if he was Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. He was, I think, one of those like teen actor. Okay. And he apparently was method acting for this. And now we're going around talking like this. And it's it's not good. You sound good. like no, Margaret's but, father. But that's what I'm saying. Is that <laughs> it's not good. That's my point. Oh, and it's really funny. He keeps doing interviews talking like that. And it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I think Elvis is just iconic, though. He just he just is. He's just one of those figures. Yeah. So like every bad thing he ever did, we're just like, but it's Elvis. It's OK that he stole people's music and had a drug and alcohol problem. It's fine. Shouldn't be like that. It's a big no for me. Yeah. But you know what I mean? He's dead now. So like. It doesn't I'm mean he gonna, didn't steal from people. Yeah, but I, no, I accept that. But I'm still going to listen to his music and okay. rock out. That's fair. And be like, what a piece of shit. He's not benefiting from it. That's fair. Anymore. So Nani needs to find a job immediately. And she is looking for a job. We get a little Nani finds a job montage where Stitch is destroying every fucking place they go to for Nani to find a job yeah he's trying to be more like Elvis but he's doing a really bad job (laughs) um so the last job they are looking at is a lifeguard position on the beach obviously and 
Stitch gets mad at the flashing lights from the cameras as he performs as a little tiny adorable Elvis on the beach. He's in a little white jumpsuit and he's playing the guitar and he's got a little wig on. Yeah. And then Stitch starts attacking people and then a beach mom squirts him with a water gun because Stitch likes to wreck things and hates water. And then everybody starts to run off the beach and the beach lifeguard tower falls. So Nani does not get the job and the beach is destroyed. <laughs> And Stitch honestly feels really bad. He was just trying to be a model citizen. But the Flash is scared of him. So then David walks up and Lilo says that they're having a really bad day. To say it lightly. David says, you know what would cheer you up? Surfing. He's so soft-spoken and lovely. He's so cute. So <laughs> they all get on surfboards and surf. And I'm sorry, but this is like one of the best songs Disney has ever made. Hawaiian Roller Coaster. Yeah. It's such a freaking bop. I love it. It's, it's the so children good. singing. Yeah, it's so good. I just like the beat of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So Stitch, as we have come to learn, does not like the water. And so he's a little scared to get on the surfboard. And he's kind of sad because everyone's surfing without him. And then he finally gets on a surfboard with Nani and Lilo. And they're freaking, what is it called? Hanging 10. <laughs> this is the last episode of the Tragical Podcast. And Jumba swims behind them and snags Stitch off the back of the board. And so the board obviously gets like off balance and they fall off and into the water. Stitch grabs for Lilo and then Jumbo grabs for Stitch and is trying to like drag him down. So it looks like Stitch is dragging Lilo down and freaking Nani goes and kicks Stitch in the face to get Lilo back from him and it makes me so sad because it's not his fault and then Lilo gets really sad when they get up to shore that they don't have Stitch so then David goes back for Stitch who finally got away from Jumba and then he brings Stitch up onto the shore and then Stitch is like he's just scared and he starts attacking and he gets really sad because he just wants to be good and he can't because he's scared and it just makes me really sad so mr bubbles sees this whole thing go down of course not the aliens that dragged stitch down just <laughs> no. everything else and he lets nani know that he's gonna come and pick up lilo in the morning and take her and then david tells stitch that he thought lilo and nani had a chance until stitch came along yeah stitch ruined everything later that night nani and lilo are sitting in a hammock and nani is holding lilo because she's an infant and they basically have a beautiful moment together where they're talking about how much they love each other even though their life is shit and nani sings to her and that's all i can say because i will start crying thank you so much okay bye uh, so that <laughs> night in lilo's room lilo tells stitch that her family is gone but so is his so they could be each other's family and stitch is like that's great but i'm actually gonna leave and he takes the ugly duckling book and he leaves he climbs out the window and leaves lilo in her time of needs so stitch is sitting in the forest and he's reading the ugly duckling book and he gets to the part where the ugly duckling is sitting in the forest and says i'm lost and then his family finds him so stitch looks into the ether and says i'm lost 
and waits for his family to come. Bleakley and Jumba finally wash up on shore after trying to catch Stitch surfing. And the Grand Councilwoman calls on their little FaceTime <laughs> watch. <laughs> Before FaceTime was actually a thing. Yeah. And she says, uh, you guys are fired and prison bound. So enjoy your lives. Uh, Dr. Jumba is like, well, great. Then I'm going to take Stitch out my way because I don't give a fuck anymore. And then Captain Gantu is reassigned to the case to find Stitch. So he is headed down from space in his little space car. So Jumba finds Stitch in the woods and tries to take him, but Stitch runs away. Well, Stitch says that he's waiting for his family. Stop. He I says he's waiting for can't. them. He doesn't have a family. Uh, yeah, Jumba tells him to. He's like, bitch, you don't have a family. So we cut to Lilo coming into the kitchen and telling Nani that Stitch ran away. And then David comes to the door and he's like, yo, Nani, I found a job for you, but we got to go now. And so Nani tells Lilo that she's got to leave her alone for just a few minutes. So Stitch comes back and Jumba is chasing him. Stitch is trying to hide behind Lilo and Jumba's like, Bessie, this isn't going to save you anymore. I don't give a fuck about the mosquitoes and the rest of the solar system. I'm jailbound. <laughs> I'm going to shoot at you regardless of the little human or not. <laughs> that bitch could die too. <laughs> Truly, let's go. Uh, Jumba says he's going to remake Stitch and make him not so fluffy. And Stitch says, well, I like being fluffy. So fuck that noise. Lilo ends up calling Mr. Bubbles and saying that there are aliens in her house trying to steal her dog. Which is exactly what is happening. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> casual. And uh, Cobra Bubbles is like, okay, wait, hold on, BRB, I'm on my <laughs> way. See you soon. Be right there. So Stitch and Jumba are fighting with each other and the house is about to blow up and Pleakley grabs Lilo just in time for the entire house to go up in flames. And Nani shows back up at the house with David, her house, well, the rubbles of her house, not much left. And Mr. Bubbles puts Lilo in his car, but Lilo gets out the other side. Mr. Bubbles doesn't know what child lock is apparently. And she starts to run away. Lilo finds Stitch in the trade area. The trade area. And Stitch saved her family photo from the fire. And Lilo tells him that he ruined everything. He did. So Stitch shows her his extra appendages and his antenna and his little spiky spikes. And she says, oh, you're one of them, she was like, you're the worst. Get the fuck away from me. Verbatim. Lilo, the drama that Lilo delivers, though. Yeah, so then... Um, Pretty good. They get captured by Captain Gantu and shoved into a little pod on the back of his ship, but... Stitch somehow manages to squeeze himself out of it. He got no bones. Pop off, bestie. And Nani watches this whole thing and watches Gantu's ship lift off with Lilo in the back thing that's supposed to hold Stitch. So Nani hits Stitch with a stick. Okay, first of all, she says, I know you can talk. Tell me where they're taking Lilo. And then when he speaks, she hits him because... She thought he was a dog. <laughs> like I said, Nani hits Stitch with a stick <laughs> and makes him talk. But he gets captured by Pleakley and Jumba. And then Nani begs them for help. She's like, listen, my fucking two-year-old sister is headed to space. Can we figure this shit out? And Stitch tells Nani that Obama means family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here literally crying and Melissa just looks me dead in the face. Obama means family. <laughs> Stitch says Obama means family. So we got to save our Obama. <laughs> and then 
<laughs> Stitch tells Jumba that he needs help, and Jumba's like, bet. Okay. I'm, I'm fuck everything. Jumba's easily swayed, apparently. Like nothing it, He says that Stitch is very persuasive. He literally said, Will you help me? And Jumba said, Yes, okay. I will. Let's go, Bestie. So Nani and Stitch and Queen Pleakley and Jumba, <laughs> they get into their spaceship and they go to save Lilo. So Stitch ejects himself onto Gantu's ship. Totally casual. Gantu blasts him with his rockets and he's knocked back down to Earth. And then Gantu tries to finish Stitch off, but Stitch steals a truck and drives it into a volcano. It's very um, exciting for me. I love volcanoes. She does love volcanoes. And Stitch blasts himself into space onto Gantu's ship, and he saves Lilo and destroys Gantu's ship, and he kisses Lilo on the cheek. It's so cute. Uh, Stitch is also very nice and saves Gantu, even though he didn't have to. I would have let him die. Yeah, the ship lands in the ocean and David's just trying to surf and he comes upon the floating ship with a bunch of aliens chilling on it and uh, so David helps them all to shore. I want to know how he got Gantu onto shore. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> so then the- Gantu just like takes seven steps back to the shore. Right, exactly. So the councilwoman shows up on the beach and captures Stitch. The, and- the grand councilwoman. Oh, I'm so sorry. The grand councilwoman <laughs> shows up on the beach and captures Stitch. She scolds everyone and calls him 626. And he's like, um, excuse me. Actually, my name is Stitch now. Thanks, though. And then Stitch goes to say goodbye to everyone. And he says, this is his family. And he found them all by himself. And it's small and it's broken, but it's still good he's such a model citizen he's so good so lilo is like listen bitch i paid two dollars for that that's my dog she said i have (laughs) signed paperwork i have documentation and mr bubbles says the aliens are all about rules yeah and Mr. Bubbles knows the Grand Councilwoman because they met at Roswell. Yeah, he was part of the CIA and he saved the planet once by convincing aliens that mosquitoes are an endangered species that are important to the solar system. Yay, Mr. Bubbles! (laughs) So the Councilwoman is like, fine, whatever, and she exiles Stitch to Earth and she places Lilo's family under the protection of the Galactic Federation. Yeah, and she's about to dip back to space and she very specifically says Jumba and Queen Pleakley are not allowed back onto her ship. Yeah, she's like, enjoy being Earthlings. <laughs> enjoy <Goodbye>. Yard. <laughs> <laughs> so they all rebuild Nani and Lilo's house. Nani and David officially start dating. Ooh. Jumba and Pleakley officially start dating. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I don't know, but... I mean, they kind of do. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Have you watched the show? Yeah, they stay behind too. There's a montage of them going through all the holidays. It's like, so cute. On Halloween, uh, Lilo is a witch and Stitch is a little vampire and they do jack-o'-lanterns. It's so cute. They have Christmas dinner together. With Mr. Bubbles, Pleakley, and Jumba. Melikalikimaka, motherfucker. <laughs> and they go on a fucking ski trip. I'm like, oh, did Nani win the fucking lottery? Like, do you know how much skiing costs? They also go to Graceland and see where Elvis is from. Yeah. And it then is a moment. Stitch learns to hula, which mm-hmm. is great. And they all live happily ever after. He's no longer lost. He found his opal. Mama. He 
fucking Obama, bro. <laughs> Would you like to go first? Sure. Yeah. I gave Lilo and Stitch a 10 out of 10. I'm shocked. What? <laughs> Classic. Sure. Everyone is shocked. I love this movie. I think it's so cute. I love the story behind it. I love the message. I think it's so pretty. So mine's sitting number 16. So it's underneath Hocus Pocus, but it's above Peter Pan. Wow. I gave Lilo and Stitch an 8 out of 10. All 8 points are for Queen Pleakley. <laughs> Happy Pride. No, I really do love this movie. It's a really good one. This is not one of my favorites. I put it at my number 32. It is above Iron Man. And it is below Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearly Pearl. Mine's like half of what yours <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> you also give like, how many tens do you have? Um, 33. Yeah, I have 19 okay. tens. So. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. Yeah, you do. All right. Should we do a Patreon movie? Sure. Drum roll, please. Oh, my God. You ready to cry again? Oh, God, what? up i knew it was gonna be up i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why i knew it was gonna be up who did this to us who did this to amanda. us amanda amanda you are dead to me <laughs> this movie i can't this old movie makes me make cry. cry so hard. yes cat cannot sad. look at an old man in public <laughs> she cannot look at the old men in public it's pretty depressing like there's no there's no way around it anyway so if you would like to support the tragical podcast monetarily uh please head to patreon and subscribe we're gonna be adding some new tiers soon so mm -hmm. keep an eye out for that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe if you don't have five dollars a month maybe there'll be a new tier that you could join that will better suit you also please follow us on all of our social medias that's a free way that you can help us out and if you listen on spotify please give us five stars also if you listen on spotify and you have an iphone you better get your dusty self over to the apple podcasts and leave us a review and five stars there because that helps us out a lot a lot a lot it you helps people find us you don't even have to write like a heartfelt novel you could put a smiley face emoji you could just be like great podcast thumbs and then give us five stars that's even too much that's too heartfelt thumbs up <laughs> just thumbs just thumbs not up not down just, just thumbs. thumbs and then five stars that could be your review yeah or tell a friend if you have a friend who loves disney movies and likes to laugh out loud send them our way yeah, maybe man. they don't like podcasts but be like bro you should listen to this podcast i feel like you would like it it's very fun mm -hmm. we are very fun i think that's it that's it uh get ready to cry again in two weeks oh no cat's excited i'm not excited amanda why would you do this amanda to me? we love you amanda we love you amanda <laughs> Bye. Bye. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. He's in a little flozing, a little, I'm drunk. Do you remember when we went to the Museum of Death and their bathroom was covered in things about because Elvis, Elvis dying in the toilet? The toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. Eating, but he was eating a peanut butter and banana sandwich. On the toilet? Yes. 
Are you sure? I'm gonna yes. fact check it. You should. Okay. He died doing what he loved. Shit and then he was a little banana and peanut I would butter say sandwich. Elvis was a little flamboyant as well. When yeah, you say? I, I don't know. He liked a rhinestone jumper. I don't know if that was typical of straight men of the time. <laughs> I think that was pretty time Elvis period is accurate. Gay. <laughs> Happy fucking pride. <laughs> the Presley family sues tragical. We have ten dollars. I don't even have that. <laughs> <laughs> Join anyway, our Patreon. Right? <laughs> our Patreon is linked in the show notes. Help us pay our lawsuit, please. <laughs> Help us pay our lawyer. Tragical. <laughs> <laughs>